All right. Uh, good morning. Welcome, beautiful warriors, to another awesome episode at Beautiful Warrior um, Podcast. I am so excited. This morning, I actually have my good friend, my sister, and my mentor, photography mentor, Debbie. I am so excited to have you today, my friend. Uh, thank you for being with me. Um, Debbie has been in this season of my life of great blessing. Um, the Lord totally knew what he was doing when he brought her into my life and I've gained another sister to do life with. And so I, um, am so honored to have you today. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us about the awesomeness that you're doing in your life and who you are. Um, well, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. My name is Debbie. For those of you who may not know me, I am just an everyday, everyday regular schmiler person. I, <laughs> I don't like want to give myself such a big intro. I, um, I'm a wedding and portrait photographer alongside my husband in the DMV, but um, we're just honored to capture people's legacy and um, their stories. So um, I'm just I'm honored to do that, and I, I'm going through the same challenges and struggles everyone else is. I'm just um, grateful and happy to be able to do what I love um, while overcoming whatever it is I need to overcome. Yeah, well, that's awesome. And De uh, Debbie is a newlywed, which is really beautiful. Um, you know, I, I mean, at her wedding, I was like... <laughs> You know, it's really beautiful, Aww. but it's really awesome to see um, you and your husband and Holman, shout outs to Holman, um, for, you know, honoring the Lord. You guys are amazing people who love the Lord well and um, and love his people well. So I'm really grateful for the both of you. Um, this morning, actually, we're going to talk about exactly that. I feel like you are somebody who is, a, a, I would say, I would describe you to be a go-getter, somebody who definitely works hard. Um, I remember you even mentioned, you know, some of those traits came from, I believe, one of your parents who taught you how to be a hard worker. And I, I can see that you're a young woman, obviously a young woman of Christ, and you are using your talents in different ways. I mean, you're pretty talented. You're really good at what you do in different aspects of your life, not just photography, but other aspects of your life. I think you have such a unique gift to connect to people. And so today... Um, we're going to talk about something that you and I spoke about, the blessing of being a young person and using the talents that the Lord has granted you to honor God and bless others. Um, and like again, I think, like I said, you've done that well. So can you share a bit about that? What does that mean to you? What is that to you? Well, I think everyone's been given talents. I think people, um, I think everyone has been given something um, that they're able to share and communicate um, yeah. and express. I think that everyone has been gifted with something and a lot mm -hmm. of people may have a hard time finding out what that is or have um, to go through or journey through different seasons of their lives to figure it out and really right. find that um, that they've wanted to do. For me, it, it was something where I understood. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure if, um, I can, uh, I mean, I can attribute everything to my parents, but, um, when I say what exactly it is, I, 
I'm not sure where it was rooted from, but I understood from a very young age what I was good at, um, mm. what I excelled in, and was able to use that in my advantage. And I think um, it takes, you know, if you were raised with um, a specific environment, I think that mm. also contributes to that. But um, mm. if you see that you have something to give and to share with others, um, whether it be a specific talent or a gift or just anything that you have. Um, it's understanding that you can use that to your advantage to excel and progress as a human being, but um, more importantly, to be able to honor the Lord with that and understand why the, um, you've been given that talent or been right. given such a, um, a purpose, um, mm -hmm. and be able to honor him with that glory, bring glory to him through that. And, um, in, as a result of that, be able to bless his people. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. And mm -hmm. I, I would agree. I do believe in the same manner that, um, as you said, that everybody has a gift. Everybody was uniquely uh, made that the word says that we were made in his image and we know that the Lord is creative. So, um, and sometimes, you know, that is a lie that we believe that we have nothing to give or that we, you know, don't, um, have anything to provide, um, to this world or, you know, to, to bless people. But the truth is, is that we all do have something. So I really love that. Can you share what struggles and challenges, um, has the Lord brought you specifically through, um, and what he has used as means to push you to where you are in life now? Well, I, like a, like brief bio, I was not born here. Um, I was born in Mexico, que viva Mexico. I will never mm, like, yeah. I heard that once you become a citizen, you have to like deny your origin, like origins. I'm like, mm -hmm. like once I do become a citizen, like I'll say what I need to say, but like Mexico, like, it must like, you. like die. Like, um, <laughs> but anyway, totally besides the point. Um, <laughs> I was brought here when I was four, and we sort of grew up in the same way any other immigrant family would and just um I had I was very blessed to have parents who pushed me excelled me mm. to do um well in school to achieve everything I could to you know the the everyday like be the best you can be ponte las pilas you know yeah. like it there is there's a thing about latino family where you you have the extra motivation to go further because um there are you know a second layer of generations that are counting on you that have worked so hard to put you in the position and yeah, give you the absolutely. platform that you have so there's something about that and 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 i just worked really hard within you know everything i could um my whole entire life and then graduated and found out that i you know didn't have papers um and i did not have the same opportunities i mean i knew i didn't have papers i just didn't understand the 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 consequences of that i didn't understand mm -hmm. yeah. what would come in addition to having um just immigrated into a country that hasn't set any type of um immigration reform to right. where we can have those 
type of benefit. So there were yeah. some extenuating circumstances um, in which I kind of graduated. I had this huge dream where I would just mm -hmm. go to college and, you know, they they feed you these things and, and you, you have them ingrained into your brain mm -hmm. and then you just think that everything is going to go well. And I got a really good slap in the face when I found out that um, there were no funds, first of mm -hmm. all, for me to yeah. go to college. And there, so I had worked so hard um, to do all these amazing things and use my mm -hmm. talents um, and be able to share that with the world, working okay. so hard just to find out that there were no funds to do that. And um, not only that, because I was an immigrant in this country, there were so many limitations and restrictions that were placed in front of me. Um, to where I could not excel in the way that any other person born here could. So everything yeah. that I've had to basically become up until this point um, for the glory of God is because I've had to basically build it from the ground up. I yeah. I never had anything handed to me. And I, I know that sounds so cliche, everyone says that, but it really makes a difference when you have to excel and be able to have so many talents yeah. and not be given the opportunity because you are not from this country. And like I said, sorry to make it sound so depressing, but it, it <laughs> nope, was what it was, right? right? So I had to figure out yeah. where and how. And I was so mad at God um, and, and mad at my parents. I was I was mad at everybody and everything. Like, nobody could tell me nothing. Like, you, like I was just, like, mad because I had worked so hard. I had done everything right um, according to our societal standards. And just to find out that it would – I felt robbed to be – just not be given any opportunities to excel. I felt yeah. robbed. So everything after that, I've had to kind of cling on to my own strength is what I had in that moment because I wasn't clinging on to the Lord. I wasn't clinging on to the Holy Spirit. And I wasn't, I had little, very little, like, good relationship with my parents in that sense. So there wasn't a lot I, I was clinging on. So I was literally fighting with my own strength mm -hmm. and trying to, like, excel and in, the, in a world that would not allow me to. Mm -hmm. And um, it was very hard because yeah. once you release that, hope in in the lord and once you release mm -hmm. um the grace that god allows and provides even mm -hmm. through circumstances right and that's what i've learned um when you release and let go of that and just try to make it on your own mm -hmm. life gets like ridiculously and unnecessarily harder Absolutely. um so i feel like the lord allowed that um mm -hmm. you know eventually my relationship with my parents did get better and my relationship mm -hmm. with the lord um got so much better but in that season i was mad at everything i was mad at the, i was mad at the lord i was mad at my parents i was mad at the mm -hmm. government i was mad at the school system i was mad at myself for working so hard for something that wasn't even going to be given to me anyway so mm -hmm. there there's so much i was mad at but once i got over it i realized that the lord allowed that to happen mm -hmm. because had i gotten everything handed to me or gotten everything that I wanted in my head that that seemed so perfect at the time 
I wouldn't have been able to develop these skills that I have now to be mm. able to build a business from the ground up or, mm. or be able to pay for my college education, you know, on my own with the help of obviously the opportunities that the Lord has mm. provided. But, um, and, and I say that so like, respectfully because I don't want it to make it sound and I would hate for this to come off as I did this by myself I by no means I I obviously it was the the strength and and the glory of God that has held me and my family through this but being able to understand that um you don't have the same opportunities that everyone else does you kind of have to take it upon yourself to kind of figure out and it really rely on the Lord's guidance to mm. pull you through um, such annoying, to say the least, mm. such annoying circumstances and be able to conquer and, and overcome and be successful. I think Absolutely. that's the biggest, the, the biggest blessing. Yeah, no, thank you for that. And actually, you and I, in that way, we do relate. I mean, I told you I was DACA as well. And so I can relate even to the feelings that I remember um that you're saying, you know, when coming out of high school and thinking, oh, great, like, here we go. And then you realize, oh, wait a minute. Wow, okay, no financial aid. I can't do this. I can't do that. And um, and then, yeah, like, you just realize, man, like, you know, what what is life going to be in, in a country where um, a degree and certain things just mean a lot? But in the same manner as you, like, it's beautiful because I can also identify how, what, what literally what you just said, the Lord is sovereign over all things and he knows exactly yeah. what, you know, what he gives and what you can handle and what that process is going to do for you. Right. First and foremost, for your relationship with him um, and then your relationship and restoration of, of with others, but also just in general to bring him glory. So I think that's amazing that you were able to identify, you know, his grace. But obviously, yes, we're human beings. Yes, we're going to be angry. Yes, it's going to yeah. be moments of like, why is this happening to me? I mean, why me? Why not them? And and so a lot of that happens. Um, but it's just beautiful to see that once there's clarity in our lives and the Lord kind of comes through and says, hey, like, I've got you. You know, your process may not look like that person's, but your process is unique and it's beautiful. Um and it brings me honor and glory. So especially, yeah. specifically and uniquely when you are clinging on him. So which is exactly what you've done. And literally, like you said, you've built. God has allowed you to build and, and place yeah. you right where you're at. And I would say you're extremely blessed. It's, it's just really beautiful to see um, how your limitations were not your holdbacks forever. Right. Like it was limitations, yeah. temporary limitations, but you've been able to pull through. So in that sense, um, I would like to, to ask, like, would you do anything differently? And if not, why not? I always like, I've had this question being, um, asked to me before. And I always think about like, if I would have done something differently, what would I've done? Probably not complain. And, 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 I mean, I complained so much to the degree where it made me feel so bitter on the inside um, because you you think you do everything right and and you still like things still don't get your way. And and it's almost like you should be grateful that you've come this far. But at the same Mm -hmm. time, you feel like you deserve more to what you have put the effort in and in, in that sense, knowing that I am so stubborn, I probably wouldn't have done anything differently. I probably would have just, and people say like, 
If I was Eve, I wouldn't have ate the apple, right? Right. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, but would you? Would you have not? You're like, would you really? And and I think about that, and, and it's like we're all just flawed <laughs> human beings. Absolutely. And regardless of what, if, and, you know, we could stick on the hypotheticals all, all day long and see what if I would have done that or what. But truth of the matter is I probably wouldn't have done anything differently. I probably would have just been as stubborn as it was and the Lord allows that because he understands our shortcomings um, Mm -hmm. and he uses that to build character. He probably knew I needed that character. He probably knew I needed that personal development. So um, no, I, I don't, I, I wish I could sound holy and, and, and say that I would have, I wouldn't have complained more or, or I wouldn't have, but I probably would have done everything the same exact way knowing who I am and and my shortcomings and and everything that comes with it. But if I would have known then what I know now um, and still have to go through those circumstances, I would have um, just clinged on to hope a little bit more. I would have been able to understand. And, And during that time, I will say, that even though I had a bad relationship with everybody, everybody and their mama, I was just like, nothing. <laughs> the only thing that sustained me was being able to worship. And and mm-hmm. I'm a worship leader I, at mm-hmm. my church, and I was I was able to hold on to that mm-hmm. um, and be able to kind of I, I I guess that's got what got me through it. I, I would say because mm-hmm. I I didn't even wow. one would say that you have to have. Um, a relationship with the Lord to be in church and sing a song, but that's not the case. You can, you can sing all day long and not have a relationship with the Lord. But what brought me through was having that platform and that space of, of having let go of everything else, but Mm -hmm. worship and being able to enter into that space where the Lord was and welcomed me into and understanding Mm -hmm. that that was the only communion I had with the Lord, but it was Mm -hmm. enough. The Lord said that that is enough to bring you through, um, Mm -hmm. to the other side to conquer. And and I think that's so powerful because had I not had worship in that moment, then I don't know, I don't know who or where I would be, or I wasn't given the space to be able to worship and be able to have that space because it, and when I say that it, I mean like I was not doing these things at home so the only moment where I could worship or where I even dared to enter into a space of communion of intimacy with the father was at church when I was leading worship I know I know it all sounds so bad like I feel so bad <laughs> country, like letting me lead worship in such a tumultuous space of my life where I wasn't even you know fully in communion with the Lord but it was the only thing where it, it was kind of like my oxygen mm-hmm. in that moment mm-hmm. where everything oh. around me was dead. And it, like mm-hmm. the irony of having to lead people into worship when you are spiritually dead inside. Mm-hmm. But it was my oxygen to be able oh. to overcome and be able to come to the other side because I, I wasn't praying. I wasn't reading my Bible. I was just mad at everything. So mm-hmm. the only thing that kept me spiritually alive in the, in the sense of it being my oxygen, keeping me like thinking like I'm a big Grey's Anatomy fan, so I'm like out here thinking like I'm out here with the, with the <laughs> and I'm just like <laughs> so the only thing keeping me together in that in that season of my life was 
was worship and mm-hmm. and being able and being allowed to enter into a space of communion with the Father. Yeah. No, that's beautiful, my friends. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because I do believe worship is a powerful thing. I mean, being in the presence of the Lord, sometimes not even saying a thing, just literally being there. It's it's life-changing. It's amazing. It's empowering. And a lot of healing happens in that space. And I would say in the same manner. I mean, there's been moments of my life, dark moments of my life, where... um, I feel like the only thing I had or could do was constantly just come to the Father. Maybe I didn't know what to say or whatever, but I just knew that in those moments where I was either listening to a worship song or I was singing a worship song, and I knew in my heart I meant exactly what. Because one thing is to sing a song and just, okay, boom, I did it. But another thing is to actually worship, and I believe that is what you were literally saying you would do. I mean, in that moment, you would connect and you would search out the Lord. And in that sense, you would receive exactly what oxygen, as you're saying. I mean, because the Lord, something amazing too, that recently our pastor said, and it's like what we're breathing, you know, is not oxygen, is not actual air, is grace. Like in that moment, you were receiving grace. Grace was being extended to you. Um, The fact that we are living and breathing is grace. I I mean, we know the Lord is, again, sovereign over all things, and he knows um, and has the ability to do many different things, right, mm-hmm. in our lives. So the fact that in that moment, that's the space you were in and that God would yeah. pull you through and even remind you of your identity and your and that you were loved and that there is hope, you know, in yeah. that moment. Even if you were not doing anything else, as you said, but yeah. in that space, you decided to allow your heart to go there with God. And that is exactly what provided healing and restoration yeah. for you. That's amazing. You know, it's, it's really beautiful. Um and the Lord, again, he can use, he's creative, he's He's beautiful and very loving, and he can use many different things, um, you know, to bring us closer to him. Sometimes for me, it was journaling, right? Like sometimes maybe I didn't know what to say or what to pray, mm-hmm. but I could journal and then I would feel his grace extended. So yeah. I think that's amazing. Um, and I, I also love that you're authentic because one thing is to be here and, and that you're honest because one thing is to be here and present or, or even say, oh, yeah, everything's been beautiful. It's, yeah. you know, rainbows and flowers. But the no, truth of the matter is that <laughs> life is not like that. We would all be lying if we said that, right? Yeah. And even, even because especially as we know, I mean, you're a photographer and you know that in this day and age, like all of us, some on some level put up, um, you know, especially in media, we put up like, yeah. in a sense, perfection a lot of times, right? But the, the truth of it is, is that perfection is not really, it's not real. It's not real in any yeah. of our lives, right? So... I think it's amazing that you, I think in every aspect of your life, you do portray authenticity. So it's, I I love that, you know? And so we thank you for being honest and raw because I know somebody that is listening can connect and say, hey, that's me. You know, like I've been there. I'm I'm currently in a dark place in my life where um, I'm not reading or I'm not seeking the Lord. And it's it's a challenge and it's really hard. But you also, in in the back of your head and in your heart, you know you need the Lord. Because clearly you were still showing up to worship, right? And you were still trying to have that moment with God. Because you knew your need. Perhaps you were not doing other things, but you still recognize the need. And so I pray and I know this will encourage somebody that perhaps feels like they're in that place. So thank you for sharing that. Um, And in that sense, like if there's anybody that is listening, um, whether it's a young person, older person, whoever it is, right, um, that that is currently struggling um, to share their talents, to honor God, to bless the Lord, um, the Lord and bless others, 
um, what is a thought you would like to leave them? Or perhaps somebody who simply is in the space where they feel like life, as you said, is a struggle and they're struggling um, and they have on some level turned away from the Lord or or they have turned on some level, but then their hearts are still invested in, I still recognize need. Um, what is a, a piece of advice or encouragement you would like to leave with them? Well, I think um, you could go to so many seminars and so many conferences to to teach you to be successful and how do you, how to administer your your talents and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I think all of that is great, but I think that what you said originally, um, you have to be real and you have to be raw and honest with yourself mm-hmm. and really realize the and and I think that's what helped me come through. I I never for a moment pretended that everything was okay. I was in this very angry state, but right. I never pretended that like people knew something was wrong with me. My mm-hmm. parents knew. I mean, I was very vocal about it and yeah. um it was being so real and honest with myself and transparent with others that allowed God to bless me and overcome that because that something so dark and such like the bottom of what seemed to be something so horrible mm-hmm. God used it as a launching pad to bring me through that and yeah um you know a pastor said one time like god is not going to bless the person you're pretending to be so mm-hmm. in order to be successful in order to use and administer the talents and bring yeah. glory and be able to do all these amazing things you have to be real and raw and honest with yourself and, and who you are if you lack discipline be honest in that and if you lack perseverance be honest in that and if you have zero communication with the Lord. Be honest in that. I once asked one of my girls. I'm like, I, I said, um, she was asking advice on whether she should be with mm-hmm. this dude, and I, I said, does he love the Lord? And and she kind of told me, mm-hmm. you know, he goes to church here and there. And I said, that's not what I asked you. Mm-hmm. I asked you, does he love the Lord? And <laughs> and it's that's a big deal because. Um, you can do all these things, walk the mm. comfortable Christian life, but you, right. you that doesn't mean you love the Lord. And I think that mm-hmm. once you're open and Absolutely. honest about that and realize your shortcomings as a person, you'll be able to come mm. prepared you to be and, and, and really um, dive into that personal development of who he's called you to be and your identity and who right. who he has designed you to be. But if you're not real and honest and open with yourself and, and, and have accountability with others, I think that's important. My parents had a really good yeah. system of making sure I was accounted for, even if it wasn't for them. I think they kind of sneaked around and told people to kind of check up on me. And, and, and I've had accountability and be able to come <laughs> through in my life because of that. So accountability mm-hmm. is important, but um, I think transparency is one of the biggest things and being transparent with the Lord, even um, mm-hmm. if everything in your life just mm-hmm. is the opposite of of what he expects from you. I think he appreciates a clean right. and open, transparent heart because he can work with mm-hmm. that. Um, Absolutely. When you're pretending to be something mm-hmm. that you're not or when you pretend to be okay, um, I never pretended I was okay. I always acknowledged I was a hot mess. So the moment you start pretending um, that you're something that you're not, it's going to be really hard for the Lord to work with your heart 
because um, he desires to to mold you and craft you. But if you're not even giving right. him the chance to break you, as a potter does, if mm. you don't even allow him to mold, he, there's nothing he can mold from something that is not allowed to be touched. So you have to be open mm. and have a transparent heart. And um, and I just encourage everyone to to seek that, to seek honesty, to seek mm. transparency. Um, and that's what's going to build character and that's what's going to be able to have um, a, a little bit of an easier communication and, and um, development with the Lord. You'll be able to see Him work through you if you would just release control, which is what I did. I released control mm. of everything that I was angry at and I released control of everything that... Um, I thought I could do on my own and I, I went ahead and let the Lord do what he needed to do. Mm. Um, and when you release that control is when you can really start seeing restoration and when you can really start, Absolutely. really start being successful. And, and if I had mm. to give anyone the key to success is being able to be honest and transparent with yourself, with others and with the Lord so that he can work through you. And, and in mm. turn, once he is able to have your heart and just grip it, when he's able mm. to grip your heart and not let go of it and not without you having to slide away or mm. stray away from it, then the Lord can work on you. And then that's when you'll start seeing actual progress and actual change mm. um, and be able to bring him glory through that and be able to bless others as a result. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Debbie. That's really awesome. And it's beautiful. And like I said, at the beginning, I think it's it's even beautiful to see that you've gone through these processes that you've um, allow the Lord to mold, you know, your life. And, and obviously now to all of us, whoever knows you, I mean, there's others that know you even more intimately than I would, but even the bits of your life that I've been able to see, it's just beautiful because it shines a lot of the Lord's grace, both you and Holman, as I said, um, are blessed. And even to see the season of your life is extremely exciting. Um, and so I could only say that I, um, I would say that everything you're saying is literally, um, is is a product of everything you're literally you know in, encouraging others to do um you've done just that and the lord has definitely blessed you and in return now you're bringing him glory and and even blessing others like i am one of those people that has been highly blessed by you so i am super excited for whatever the lord is going to do in your life you know coming up and and for somebody to listen to this and be encouraged you know by that and know that hey like as you said um God puts you through through processes to mold your character, to build character so that the blessings that are forthcoming, that you, you are able to handle it and better steward those blessings because you're in a much um, better place, you know, in your relationship with him first and foremost, so that then you don't idolize whatever's in your life at the moment, but also um, so that you're a blessing to the people around you. So thank you so much for that. Um, I have enjoyed having you. Uh, it's always so much fun to connect to you. We like laugh a lot. You're super yeah. funny and really fun. So thank you, my friend. I bless you again. Um, and I look. we look forward to perhaps having you in the future and all the amazing things that you are going to be doing in your life, um, your business and everything else. So thank you. Love you. Um, all right, beautiful warriors. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, we look forward to next uh, episode. Have a great day.
Hey guys, thank you for listening. If you would like to connect with me, you can follow us at Beautiful Warrior Ministry on Facebook and Instagram. If you need support, prayer, or desire sisterhood, I am here to serve you. Don't forget to tune in next week for our new episode. Blessings!